Welcome to Sparks and Recreation, your source for info on community events, meta-analysis, and everything Hero Realms. Part of the Realms Rising Network. So, next up, we are going to do a quick little interview with our own newly crowned legend, Sammy Samerson. <laughs> oh, okay, guys. So here we have uh, our returning legend, Sam Scrap Forest Parsons, uh, came back from PAX Unplugged. It was held in uh, Philadelphia, correct me if I'm mistaken, or mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. That's right. Um, At and- PAX U, PAX Unplugged, the game convention. PAX Unplugged, game convention. Uh, it was the legendary tournament there. Uh, Sam, you went, faced some fierce competitors, and were crowned the champion. Uh, we were all so happy for you. You gave us some really cool updates and reports while you were there, which you can find in here in episode 21. But since we have you back, we just wanted to ask you a few questions and, and kind of spend a little time lauding your achievements. So here we are. Um, Sam, I'll start it out first. Um, what was the best part aside from actually winning the legend, of course, I mean, that's awesome. But like, what did you enjoy the most about the event itself? Ooh, well, if I'm honest, the whole experience, the coolest part was just meeting Adam and, and Dave it's and Roser <laughs> and Larry too. Although I didn't get to hang out with Larry as much. Cause he was like there for the tournament and then gone, but and Roser and uh bird law. Uh, we basically hung out the whole day on Friday together and, I got to know them much better. We went to dinner afterwards. We did that episode podcast together. It was so cool to meet those guys. And I really, I really enjoyed it. So I think that would be the the best thing to meet Rob in the flesh and Debbie. I was like, <laughs> kind of was a little bit like fanboy uh, when I saw him. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. And I think uh, Funkhauser was there. What's his first name? Der- Derek? Derek. Yeah. So I was like, man, these are all the guys that are building this game that I love. Like, this is awesome. Um, so, yeah, th- those were definitely the highlights was just the, the people that were there. And like, oh, I got to meet these creative geniuses that I either play this game with all the time and talked with on Discord or that have made this game. And how cool is that? Right. So that was the highlight for me, for sure. Nice. Well, I'll jump in next. I just want to formally congratulate you, man. Uh, way to go on the victory. I'm not envious at all uh, <laughs> that you went there, became a legend. Um, you know, definitely happy for you on that. I am wondering, uh, how close were you to like going or not going? Was it like an impulse choice to like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to give it a shot. Or were you like definitely planning on going the whole time? Does that question make sense? It makes sense. It was close, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Chris. And thank, first off, thank you. And I'm sure you, if you can go to more tournaments, eventually you will get one because you're awesome. Um, Appreciate it. So I'm gonna keep trying. <laughs> that so that Saturday, like Birdlaw's awesome. He's inviting people months in advance, uh, and and many people that didn't even know that he was inviting. He's like, oh yeah, I sent that guy an invite. I told this guy about Pax U. Blah blah blah. And so he did the same thing for me, like, you know, I think back in October and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. And I, I had it on my radar. Like I remembered December 10th and OK, that's when PAX U is. But then when I actually looked, 
Um, or I guess it wasn't December 10th, but whenever the hell it was. Uh, I, I, when I actually looked at the day, I had a company day off that they had just given us. It was like a random day off. And wow. I was like, oh, shit, that seals it. Like, my wife's at work. I got the day off. I'm going to go play the Legends Tournament. Hell yeah. So that's what really put it over. If I had to work that day, we're honestly busy enough that I probably would have skipped it. To be honest, I probably wouldn't have been able to go. So how uh, far ahead of it was it that you realized you had the day off? When was that? Uh, it was like the week before. It was like the week wow. before. Wow. That's crazy, cause, man. Because Birdlaw reached out again, and I so I checked my calendar. I'm like, let me check. Let me let me like just see. Due and diligence. I was like, oh, my God, I have the day off. I'm in. <laughs> yes. So, so yeah, cool. it really worked out. The stars aligned for me, you guys, in, in multiple ways for this to, to happen. I'm trying to think of a good question for you, Sam. Because well, I think you are the you are the other legend in the room. I am. I'm I'm the first legend from the podcast. That's right. <laughs> the original. Uh huh. Um. And my mentor, by the way. Yeah, and I'm gonna take all this credit for you winning because I mentored <laughs> you in Hero Realms. Um, no, uh, I do want to say congratulations. Like, you know, I, I'm gonna be honest with you when. Uh, you like had a picture of you holding the trophy and the sword and stuff. And you, you sent it to me on discord or whatever. I was like, is Sam just, you know, messing with me here? Did he, did he take somebody's trophy and take a picture with it? And I was like, no, Sammy got that one because I hadn't heard anything from you, but you'd sent some stuff early. And we, I had heard some reports from like Adam and some of those guys. I didn't hear anything about you except for like, you lost a game. And I was like, Oh, if he lost in Swiss, he may not, I don't know. Well, way to go, man. That's awesome. Um, and I was going to, you know, like I have questions in my head like, oh, what's different when you're playing physical? But you already went over those in your inter- in your interviews and stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, what do you think you would do to prepare for this that you didn't think of before you went? That's a great That's question. A great question play more paper honestly and (laughs) luckily i had played some paper like two or three weeks ago so i was even a little bit more prepared um going back to one of the things i said in those interviews that you guys aired already just to reiterate it um picking up on androser and bird laws like etiquette for playing your hand as Mm -hmm. a paper player is probably the number one thing that I would have hoped to read and or learn about beforehand. So I, I'm sure you have it in your article, Tim, about like being a legend, whatever, but I didn't take the time to read that. So like playing paper will bring that out of you, but really say, okay, I'm going to resolve my damage. Now this card has two damage. This card has three, just go very slow, which is what bird law said in my interview with him. Just go very slow. That is the number one advice because not only does it help you to be a good opponent and a good, like a considerate player when you're playing your game, which you will golden rule get in return usually. Um, It also helps you not be so nervous and you can kind of think fast, like think better through your turns and what you want to do. So that's probably the number one thing to prepare is to keep in mind just to play slow and do things really deliberately. You heard Thank you guys so from... much for the uh, the questions. Um, I I really appreciate you making a moment for me. And again, just a shout out to 
all the competitors and everybody went to PAX U in Philadelphia. Shout out to all the people at the Hero Realms Wise Wizard booth. Thank you all. It was great meeting you guys. And thanks for putting on the tournament. It means a lot to me. And I'm very excited to see that card with my face on it. Uh, the masturbator will live. Who knows? Maybe uh, I'll ask him to, to do a nice fisherman or something like that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Matt's face. It was so good until I'm going to have to cut out masturbator at the end now because there's no context for it. But all right, everybody, you heard it. You heard it directly from the lips of the legend. And now we have two legends on the podcast. Chris, you and I have some work to do, bud. Yep. Yeah, man. We need that uh, digital legends tournament so that uh, more people have a shot at it globally. All right, welcome to the After Hours podcast where we ask extra questions of the recently crowned legend, Sam. This is, we're calling this Sparks and Recreation After Dark. <laughs> the Sparks right. and Recreation After Dark. Okay, so what was it like uh, when the, the Wizoff was being organized? Like, whose idea was it and what was the conversation like? All right. Uh, that's a really good question. So there was a little tidbit that I didn't know about, which was that Birdlaw and Ambroser, Adam and Dave, have something that they call the wizard. I'm going to get it wrong, but I'm pretty oh, sure it's the wizard. Suicide death, pact. Suicide pact. I was going to say yeah. death pact, but wizard suicide pact. Yes. Okay. So in every game, they're... You know, they're like, if we make it to Legends, if we qualify, we're playing Wizard, period. Because they want to they want to win. They want to win with the Wizard so they can be one of the, the Wizard people. And it's funny and it's awesome. And so. That's that's true, except for when money's on the line, because when we played in the 5K, Birdlock ah, hit the fire. OK, yeah. And so did I. Because I would have picked a Wizard for that one if it wasn't for uh, money. Yeah, 100 percent. Uh, interesting. I didn't know that, but that makes sense. Yeah. So in that case, when money wasn't on the line, it was the wizard (laughs) death pact. And then there was like a little bit of that. And I think that, I think Adam just made a joke like, Hey, we should all play wizard. Ha ha. Like joking. But I was like, Oh, you want to do a whiz off? And I was into (laughs) it. Like as soon as he said it, I was like, let's do a whiz off. Nice. He, me and Craig Roberts, we were all, Uh, Like, we all were super into it. Larry was like, eh, I don't really want to, but we can. If everyone wants to, I'm not going to vote against it. Okay. Yeah. And, like, he, I mean, I think he kind of likes Thief and Fighter are kind of the class. I think he plays Uh He plays them all. But those are kind of his big ones. And Um, he's he's he was great. Obviously, he made it to the finals. And really, playing level three wizard is almost like playing vanilla. It's not too different, except you do get that draw and you get. Uh, the fireball, which both of those things actually came in huge uh, at different times, but it's not going to give you a huge advantage. And honestly, that minus one health is rough. So the fact that everyone was a wizard made it like made it work. Um, And then you're just, you know, you're just relying on those skills that everyone has. And it's not that big of a disadvantage to have the minus health and everything. Was there any uh, like vibe of suspicion or some temptation yourself 
to agree and then pick fighter or is the risk of like being ostracized <laughs> too great like because you know it's a shitty thing to do you wouldn't want to do that it's not cool to do that but did you think that or anything like what what do you know that once we agreed i don't think there was any question that everyone was going to write it and then also when we like before cj came over cj was the event organizer works at wise wizard before he came yeah. over we all were face up on the on the table showing oh okay Wizard. okay so we oh, we did that we we wrote whiz off we wrote our name and then we showed it face up like that i wonder so if it, it had been cool. i wonder if it, it was funny we were joking about it though yeah. we were joking about it like oh yeah oh someone's gonna pick fighter and just screw us with <laughs> <I> this way. <laughs> so so i know like because bird law and i had talked about that at origins doing uh-huh. all wizards because it was us two and then Braden and dusto were the other of the top four and there were there were like enough people that i think they just cut to the top four okay. origins so that's yeah because they had the top eight that got the play mats and stuff so since there were only like seven people for uh pax you yep. y'all got the play mat what play mat did you get by the way what play mat did we get um it has a a, a spell book that opens up and I think it says, oh. I think it says hero realms legend tournament on it. And yeah. then mm. it's your standard play mat. With I that. think, I think that's the wizard. I think that's like the wizard magic item from one of the kickstarters or something. Yeah. The art on that. Yeah. It's really cool. It was neat. And I love that play mat, but, uh, uh, so like the top eight, will get the play mat. And then, cause it, for the five k, there was there was like twenty ish people. Is that right? Double yeah. Dubs. And so they cut to the top four, and and we had joked about the the doing wizards. At least me and Birdlaw have because we were the top two after Swiss, and then Dusto and Braden. But uh, uh, I'm not sure that the other two would have really agreed to that. So so we all yeah. picked fighter because. I'm pretty sure like nobody was going to say they were going to do it. So like, there's no way we're going to try to do it and then have everybody else pick fighter. Whereas if it's like what you're talking about and everybody's like, like Larry wasn't super excited about the idea, but he said, yeah, I guess Uh I'll do that sort of thing. Like if you're promising that you're going to do it, it would be a real jerk move to then not do it. But if you didn't really promise to do it, but everybody else was talking about it and then you did it, I guess I couldn't hold it against somebody because you can pick what you want to yeah. pick, right? Yep. You like know? if they didn't consult you, whatever, and get you to say that you do it, then. But they said, we're going to do this. And Larry's like, I'm just going to use him for example, because he was the one that wasn't like super yeah. excited about it. Right. And he was like, oh, I don't know about that or whatever. I don't really like that uh-huh. idea. Uh, but we'll see or something like that. Like I wouldn't hold it against somebody if they then get something else, you know, but if they were like, yeah, I'll totally do that. I mean, I don't love the idea, but if everybody else is doing it, I guess I'm fine with it. Like if somebody said that, I would be like, well, and that was it. He was like, well, I don't want to be the the one that prevents us from doing this. If you three want to do it. So I'll do it. Like he said it explicitly, Mm -hmm. which was, (laughs) yeah. And yeah, and it was great. Yeah. Uh, I, so with that said, I mean it's fi- it's definitely fighter all the way. I think cleric can be okay at level three, but 
fighter. It man. doesn't have the mace buff. It's kind of bad, yeah. actually. Oh, you're right, because on paper, yeah, it's way better with that mace and and digital. But yeah, I I honestly think like the best two at level three are going to be the fighter yeah. and ranger. Actually, hero helper and I think has like a thief. ranger with more overall win percentage. That that's also in, in the, the app. app. It's, it's really hard. It's hard to it play plays... optimal ranger in paper. It's a lot easier to play optimal ranger in the app. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, trust me, I tried. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The the limited information double dubs was grinding out games and I was playing a bunch of games with them to like test stuff out for yeah. origins. And it felt I mean, I think I think the Ranger has the potential for sure. It's just more market dependent and stuff. And if you're playing a long day of Swiss, like so like what we had four or five I think we had like four when I won Legends a couple years ago, it was it was like five or six uh-huh. rounds of Swiss, and then a top eight cut, and then you play up there. So, like, if you're playing a day like that, I don't want to pick Ranger just because <laughs> I have to think too much, man. Like, I can play I can play an aggro fighter, not necessarily in my sleep or whatever, but like, I don't have to think as hard about playing optimally. I mean. That's a, another thing for like cleric or something too. Is like those games go yeah. so long. Doing like, a <sighs> doing an aggro rush isn't the hardest. It's it still requires thought and requires good planning, but right. it doesn't. It's not as hard as especially at level yeah, three. Exactly, and it's not and it's not as hard as playing with the ranger. I just think at level three, it's you're so neutered in general, right? I mean. The Ranger's so uh-huh. strong at level twelve, it's gotta be hard to go back to three to play it, even if it does even if it does have yeah. some of those advantages. I, I mean, and you were smashing games, Chris. So what do you reverse question for you? Like, would you do it again? Would you go back to fighter or would you try to do I felt pretty uh, good about Ranger my again? decision. I felt pretty good about my decision to go fighter. Um basically like the if it was in digital, I might try Ranger for sure. But it is just that much like mentally more difficult for like a potential RNG benefit. Whereas like the fighter, it's like, you know what you're going to get. They have this interesting equivalency where like the Ranger, you can pop off your headshot to draw a card. But at the low levels, you see, I, I saw it at all the tables. It's a very common thing. You popping off your ability to draw off the throwing axe, you know, so the, the fighter still gets that. Uh-huh. So what is the ranger actually getting the hope that you'll line up your bows and arrows nicely. And that's, you know, whereas the fighter just gets better health, gets better damage. It's skill gives damage. So, you know, yep. it's like the ranger has that higher ceiling, but lower floor. So it's just, probably safer to go fighter is kind of where i'm in a game of luck in a game of luck yeah i hear you because that's a consist that one level of consistency that you can control so you're giving yourself just that much of an advantage that's interesting so so like so like really on paper the fighter is going to be more consistent at level three than the ranger uh with what it does the ranger is going to count on getting some healing if it's playing against a fighter and if you can get the healing, the ranger's in a really good spot. Uh, if you don't get it, it's going to be really yeah. tough for that ranger. And so I think that's really what it comes down to. Like if the Imperial's out there on the board and you can get it, like I'd feel pretty good as a ranger. 
if that's not out there, I think that I would favor the fighter like is going to win more. You know, it'd be really cool. Uh, Tim, if you ask them on the Lewis scripting board to be able to set the scenario. And then we could have these experiments where we like go back to paper. Right. So you're like, Oh, give me paper classes, no heroes, or give me paper classes level three, or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like whatever it you is. You mean like so you can't click on your deck or something? Or oh, we're, we're... no. So, so you know, like you said, the cleric has the so mace like the mace and oh. whatever. You know what I mean? Like so you can change yeah, the upgrades. So... Yeah, that's the only that's the only starting card that's had a change. Is that is one? That... Yeah, I see. Um, there's other things too, like. But but that could be done with the Lewis Well, like for instance, you could take and you could put in where you can only look at a discard pile. You can't look at your deck or like that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like things that would more simulate it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we could do that with the Lewis scripting mm. as it is. It would be interesting because that would help you prepare because then you'd be like, well, I can't look at my deck. I better remember what's in there. I think that's true, but um, you could just have thing. the discipline to not click. Is like that's how I did it when I was practicing. Oh, right, I practiced okay. in digital to try well, to simulate it, paper, and you just don't click. <laughs> you, you also got to remember, like Double Dubs and I, we we leveled some characters to uh-huh. level three, and we sent out a crap ton of challenges at level three because there wasn't a level specific <laughs> yeah. challenge when we were practicing yeah, that's for awesome. Origins, and so that's been added later. So like. You're much more the ability to practice for origins in digital is there. I mean, yeah, it has the differences where digital does the counter damage and it makes sure you don't miss stuff or mess anything up. And you have the knowledge where you can look at the discard and the draw piles and see what's there. Whereas in physical, you can look at the discard pile whenever you want uh, for each player. You just can't yep. look at the draw pile. So I feel like for me, I've done I've done well in the physical version because I do pretty good with that more limited knowledge of that. Like I have a good feel for what they have. I remember what they bought for the most part. Or I or it's like wait, did they have a recruit or a taxation? Maybe I don't remember exactly, but I'm like, they have some healing in there if stuff works out, you know, like that sort of thing. And so, and maybe I miss a card here or there, but I I can remember for the most part when I'm playing in physical what's going on. And so, especially with like the base set, which is all that's out for Hero Realms, for you know, once there's more sets and this and that, maybe it would be harder, but like, I know all those base set cards so well, like it's not hard for me to remember what my opponent has. And I can look at their discard to see if they played it or not. So I, I mean, it's not quite the same. It's that limited knowledge, but like, I don't feel like it's that different. One other funny, funny tidbit. Like kind of reminded me of by saying, (laughs) like, I remember the cards and know all the cards. So when you play Craig, did you play him? Did you ever play uh-huh. him? Uh, I don't okay. know. So he has huh. played Gen Con because I saw he had the badge. Actually, he had like the, the badge holder. But okay. when you play him and Birdlaw pointed this out 
Like I noticed it, but I didn't really think much of it because it was fine. I mean, it was funny. I liked it. But oh. when he plays his turns, he like makes this narrative. Yeah. Narrates narrative. Yeah, I remember hearing that yeah, in the interview. It's hilarious. So he was calling it a bad touch when he when he played a death touch. Death touch. And, uh, yeah. He was like okay. making up death threats when he when he played the death threat. He's like, oh, well, now I'm gonna death. I'm gonna death threat you. I don't remember ever playing anybody that does that. Right, so like that would have stuck out in your mind, probably. Yeah, it wasn't like distracting or anything, but I, I thought it was funny. I, I enjoyed it. I was like, cool. I like this guy. All right, so I got just a few more questions as we right. move forward in Sparks and Wreck After Dark. So uh, I want to know about the victory dinner, man. You know, I think that like having a a meal together, that's how like communities are established. You're celebrating with friends. Where'd you guys go? And uh, what was the dinner like? Yeah, we went to this really awesome Chinese soup place, right? Okay. We wanted to go get some ramen. Okay. um, But the ramen place had a line out the door. And they were like, yeah, we'll get you in like an hour. So one good takeaway, which you probably noticed at Origins, because that's even bigger than PAX U, is that it's really fucking busy. So it probably behooves you to do a little more organizing if you don't want to wait around. Otherwise, just be cool and not worry about like waiting an hour to get seated wherever you go. Um, That said, we went to the ramen place that lined out the door, right? And we were just like, meh. Let's just try this place. It's right next door. Looked good. Didn't seem like it was too busy. Got in there right away. It was awesome. And so it was interesting because I never had had that kind of food. So it comes with a bowl of your soup of choice. So me and Adam were like, let's get the spicy shit. It's going to be awesome. So me and Adam ordered the Szechuan super spicy (laughs) soup version. And then uh, Dave ordered like a mushroom broth, which looked really good. And they brought it out and then they had a whole small thing of trays with different things for inside the soup and they poured them all in and then they poured the noodles in for you too. Um, oh, and it was really like, good. That sounds almost like hot pot, but kind of different, right? Yep. It, it was very similar to hot pot, but I've had <laughs> hot pot and I don't know if it has an origin. I've had a Thai hot pot. I've had different hot pots. Maybe this was just like the, the Chinese hot pot version um but it did come in a bowl that was really hot so yeah it gives you an idea like it was like a hot pot kind of thing they were like don't touch this it's really hot and i'm like okay cool so it was like a ceramic uh the ceramic bowl clay pot type thing and it was great to break bread and just talk with him unfortunately adam wasn't talking much because his throat was messed up right but me and dave had a really nice conversation just about like traveling and um different times he's been in uh, tournaments and just what he did, you know, in his life, like what his life was like. We talked awesome. a little bit about his his COVID adventures when he got actually went to Ugh. the hospital for COVID and what that was like and stuff. But yeah, he was kind of MIA for a little while, and it was because of that. Was... Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. He luckily was okay, but he had he had to That's spend good. a few days. He was in really rough shape. Well, segueing from food into drink, have you chugged beer out of that trophy yet, my man? <laughs> we discussed a lot about that and I we determined that I need some food safe wax to put at the bottom because there's a big screw uh... in the it's not like a, a solid goblet. There's like a big screw in the bottom attaching it to the base. And we don't think it's gonna be waterproof. So 
there's that. I have not chugged beer. I probably, you have to I, drink probably it yeah, I probably could pour it in there and then just chug it and it would be okay. Um, but yeah, was, that was that's not nice. not a, not there yet. I do want to put. I saved the wizard card. Like Tim had said, like grab the deck and mm-hmm. everyone sign it. Well, I couldn't get anyone to sign it because I was too late. But I saved the wizard card from that, and mm-hmm. I want to put it in the trophy, and then also put my um, my PAX badge in the trophy. Nice. Right now, it's hanging on my car window, okay. but I'm going to take it and put it in there. So I have two mementos from the from the win. So, so I just got to say, I'm jealous of your trophy because my trophy is <laughs> way so smaller. They, I, I, I definitely appreciate it. Though the one you have is huge, and I would love displaying a huge <laughs> trophy. For winning a card oh, yeah. game they, in my uh, house, like <laughs> I definitely appreciate it. I don't but, want to sound unappreciative, but I the first thought was, where am I going to put that? Because I live in a <laughs> seven hundred square foot yeah. condo. Like I'm not fortunate like you, Tim. You've got a big yeah. house. You can put it in your display case that you have behind you, right? Yeah. I, I don't shit. No, it'd go on my bookshelves, man. I have custom built. Yes, yeah, see, exactly. I don't have any of that. I could have custom book, book built bookshelves if I was more handy, but nope. Yeah. Um, and I was going to say the other thing that like <clears throat> I would suggest to people if they go to an event like this is uh, like when I made the top eight for those events, I've had all the people that make top eight sign the play mat. Right. So like then when I put when I pull it out and play with it, you know, at home or whatever, I have like those memories on there. And that's that awesome. really I cool. wish I would have done like, more like that. No that one did stuff, that either. So. No one thought of it. No, we didn't sign anything. Yeah, yeah. I got I got Birdlaw's little scribbles on yes. on a couple of those. All right, last question for me. A little bit more of a serious one. Uh, starting O one in the Swiss, kind of a big deal. To you know, it really hurts your chances a lot. Uh, what was that like for you, and how do you think you bounce back from that? You know, when it boils down to events like this, I don't get too worried. When it, you know, whether I win or lose, I'm just there to have fun. Um, I know I went a long ways and drove a long ways to try to win and all that stuff, but I didn't care if I won or lost, to be honest. Like, I've obviously wanted to win, but if I would have lost, I would have been fine with it. Um, I was there for the experience. Uh, Mm -hmm. it was nerve wracking just to play. I was talking about that a lot. Like, it's like, oh my God, this is so intense to play like the you get you know butterflies and you're like oh my gosh in losing i didn't it didn't really hurt me too bad i wasn't uh too worried in dropping one game i think i mean obviously if you drop the second game there's that but uh it turned out that there was only i think one person that went undefeated um of everyone that's how Swiss works. <laughs> there's one three zero, and yeah, you play until there's one person that's undefeated. That's how Swiss. Okay, goes. wow, that's awesome. Um, interesting. So, so yeah, so I got a buy, and then I won my second game, luckily, and then there we go. And I mean, the guys, the oh wait, the so guy... you you lost, got a buy, and then won, and that got you into the top four. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was only three games of Swiss. Crazy. Total. I, I know. Wow. Wow, dude. <laughs> yeah. The two people that weren't there, the, I guess there's three people that weren't there from the server. Yeah. And then one of them uh, passed on and the other two, the two that 
that um, passed on passed on right passed, made it into the sims oh. i should say <laughs> uh the two the two people that were not like like had that i didn't know had played before or anything like that like they didn't make it sure um, i don't sure. know if that had too much of a impact on it one of the kids was like 12 or 13 um and he beat he beat dave mm-hmm. in one of the games which was pretty cool um don't ever let the kids you. they'll kick your um, ass don't don't look past them because some of them are, are like yeah. stone cold killers. Yeah, some man. of them are really good. If you try, if you're too nice and try to take it easy on them and stuff, they will. Yeah, they will destroy. Hundred percent. It's a competition, man. You're not gonna. You're not there to let other people win, right? No. So, yeah. yeah. So I was definitely like, yeah. I was there to win, but like anything, I'm gonna root for the people that beat me harder than I root for anyone else because then I can say I lost to the champion. So you know, it was fine. Yeah. And that improves your uh, like strength of record or whatever too, like the, yeah. you want the people that beat you to do well in the tournament, right? Because that that's a tiebreaker at the end, right? If you if there's a tiebreaker, yeah, yep, yeah. that is when 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 there's like a uh, when they make that cut. A lot of times, if it's like six rounds of Swiss, five or six, and there's like. Three, two, four, two, something like that. Some of those people will make it, and some won't. And it's all based on that strength of schedule yeah. is the type. So I know um, there's some things with the way the rules are written for physical that, like, and I'm not as up to date on all this because I've talked with like uh, Alex Silent mm-hmm. Al about it because he know he knows the rules in and out for Star Realms and the differences from physical to uh-huh. the app. And it's pretty similar for Hero Realms, but like, I think it is like healing. Maybe healing's mandatory or something like like one of the some of the things are mandatory and some are optional, and so like, it's it's on both players to make sure the things that have to happen happen, and the things that are optional, well then that's just on the player that makes right. that choice, you know. So like some of that is like. Where you said where no you have that combo where you got that faction ability like you have that damage you know and 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 when I'm when I've played in physical tournaments and in legends stuff and whatever I've always had uh, some pretty good competitors that are super nice about that stuff they're like oh yeah you have that faction ability there you mm-hmm. go whatever like I've never had anybody playing in the wise wizard tournaments that are trying to not they're so cutthroat that they don't want to point out the fact that like oh you have lethal yep. here or whatever and let me forget like most people are yeah good and, about that and that's where that's where narrating not necessarily narrating <clears throat> with like little stories but like saying <laughs> yes. okay i'm gonna play you know i'm gonna play tyranor here i'm gonna use it scrap this scrap that mm-hmm. do this and i found that like stuff that i'm using that like has a self-sacrifice ability i'll flip that upside down to denote that i'm i'm using that but i'm leaving it on the board state while i'm figuring out my turn so that i can account for that damage and i don't just like scrap it and then forget about the damage or like even on actions that i'll turn it like sideways to say i did the faction ability or whatever to try to help was really helpful for that stuff too and i found that um like if you're going to scrap something, I put them into like a little side pile, but still on the play mat. 
And then at the end, then I would mm-hmm. move them over to the discard pot because it's really easy to forget. Like those little things are just real. Mm-hmm. That's what that's definitely one of the quirks of physical is it's really easy to forget. Like, oh, yeah, I did this. I did this. I did this. Mm-hmm. And it helps a lot to resolve things one at a time. So let me resolve my buys, my yep. economy. OK, let me do this next. Let me do that. Blue is very fun, but blue makes it hard, <laughs> too. Well, the the other thing is like in physical, some of those like the order you play your bows and arrows yeah. matter. Yep. If you play your arrow first and then the bow, right. you don't draw. Yep. Whereas in the app, they've yep. changed that. So same same for a number of things yeah. in the app, you know, and so same with the staff and stuff for like for wizard. Yeah. And, and same for even stuff like uh, you play close ranks. That's going to be the champions that you have out there. If you play more after, you're not getting that extra damage or that extra yeah, healing from now, cards and whatever. It's not retroactive uh, in paper honestly, where in it way, is in the app. Awesome. Um, well, should we wrap it up there, guys? Let's wrap it up. Let's say hopefully we can get a Sparks and Rec group gathering at some point at Gen Con or Origins or something. That would be cool. That would be cool. And now, now we need now we need dubs to win because you're at least in the states, <laughs> yep, so you got to win a legend. So I'll that be trying, like that, then we can just then we can just tell Matt that how horrible <laughs> the player is because he's well, nothing show else. Up, so uh, because he lives in Japan and like the chances of him winning a legend is going to be pretty small. Even if they do it digitally, that means all the killers in the apps you know, in the community are going to be playing that stuff. And it is so hard. Like even, even, even in a smaller tournament, like what you played in or like this last year, the 5k at origins was smaller because you had to earn entry. So there were like Mm -hmm. 20 people like compared to in the app when you're going to get a hundred people, you know, like even in those smaller ones, you can play really well and you're not going to win. You can play perfectly. You can play great. You have to be lucky as well as play well to win a Legends yeah. tournament. And so, like, and in a digital version of a Legends tournament, that's going to be even right. more so. Right. Yeah, you're you're pairing all your because things, l- you're like just for draws, which was definitely happening happening for me whenever I was playing. So, j- just for instance, like the Sparks and Recreation Digital Open, that's like formatted after the Legends format, like. I'm two and two right now in Swiss, mm-hmm. like, and I've been playing well, but sometimes like it's, it's just a single game for Swiss. Yeah. So like sometimes you're going to lose because none of the good cards flip for you and they all flip for your opponent and Not, they got lucky they, and you didn't. If they buy like or, or, Elven or you Curse bought, and Spark, you could just be done and there's nothing you could right. do differently. Yep. Right. Or, or you bought two taxations off the row because there was nothing else there and they paired up every time and they just couldn't take you out, you know, exactly. Cause there's no health cap either. So like that was one of the things I think I played bird law at the year that I won at origins. And one of the games I got like a couple of taxations and they paired up a number of times. And it was like, he, he couldn't take me out. I just kept healing for 12, like every shuffle. And it was like, taxation is a huge, (laughs) Hit point swing. That's why the mask yeah. thief is awesome with that. I love the I love <coughs> taxation with the mask. 
It can't, well, I don't love it. It can be good though. Yeah. It, can be it good. has the synergy of keeping mask online longer too, since it's a good chunk of yep. hit points. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's a good card for that. But you also need to draw. That's the thing. That's the hardest thing with the with mask thief is you need to draw, and you don't have a reliable draw. But it is what it is. Blackjack. Yeah. You did have. <laughs> well, you did have a super reliable like every like I could definitely draw off the top every almost every turn. Then yeah, you'd be overpowered <laughs> so but guys it was great talking to you thanks for this extra yeah, interview yeah. time I, I appreciate <laughs> it man you guys are awesome makes me feel so special uh-huh it's fun well we're we're super proud of you sam so way to go man i'm thanks, real happy guys. for you That's awesome i know exactly how you feel because i felt all those same emotions yeah. so we're like legends buddies and soon I know, will I know be a legend i can feel it you will be a legend man yeah i was i was so hyped to hear you win man and uh yeah i hope to hope to win as well one day yep we should have when matt comes back in august we should have a a mini a mini legends for him and that's a sparks <laughs> and wreck a spreadgens i don't know <laughs> No card though. Sorry, we can draw. We can draw a card of him. <laughs> anyway, yeah, probably won't happen. All right, guys. Well, <laughs> yep. And with that, Sparks and Recreation After Dark signing off for the evening. Alrighty, everybody, this has been episode 22 of Sparks and Recreation. I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, we will be on a little bit of a hiatus until uh, I think mid-January we're coming back. So uh, enjoy the holidays. Enjoy all the tasty dungeon previews. And thank you all for listening. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> um, first off, a sincere thank you to my fellow podmates. I really appreciate you guys uh, making a big deal about the Legends win and everything. It was a lot of fun. So very nice to relive that moment. Um, And yeah, everyone, I hope you guys all uh, have a happy holiday. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, Don't forget (laughs) to sign up for Hero-Helper.com to track all your win losses. We will do our very best to make sure we get that, that beta goodness baked in and copy in games ASAP. So take care, everyone, and we'll talk soon. All right, this is Double Dubs signing off. Looking forward to streaming this week. Had to miss one last week due to illness. So uh, <laughs> looking forward to good health. Uh, check it out Wednesdays, 8.30 Central p.m., twitch.tv slash D-B-L-D-U-B-Z. Catch you there. Thanks for listening, everyone. All right, guys. Thank you so much. What a great year 2022 was. I want to thank each of you guys really uh, for making this such a great community and such a great game for me personally. Really enjoy it. This podcast with you guys is one of the highlights of whenever we do it. Really enjoy it. Looking forward to continuing on next year. And thank you guys, the listeners as well. We couldn't do this without you, obviously. Or we could, but no one would listen to it and what would be the point. Um, Thank you so much for sticking along. Uh, looking forward to see you again in 2023. Hope you've enjoyed the blast of content we've given you. Uh, and now we're going to take a much needed break. Happy holidays, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. See you again in 2023.
show. Congratulations. You're a nerd. Tune into the next episode of Sparks and Recreation for more on community events, meta-analysis, and everything Hero Realms. Um, this is Scrap Scrap Force reporting live on the scenes. Uh, we're here at the Hero Realms tournament. Uh, it looks like Scrap Force is going to go to the tournament championship and win everything.